Two violent clashes in Ghana's top universities in less than a fortnight. This evening, uh, a strong push is on for a national emergency response uh, to potential clashes among rival student groups, leading to major injuries and destruction of properties. National security, the interior ministry and, and the NIB and the rest, the investors, we should come on board and ensure that these things, just like the PRO said, is nipped in the back or else... You are, it's become a breeding ground for pure violence. Tonight, the police management of both universities are giving assurances of uh, checking any possible reprisals. But are these measures sufficient in putting to an end the perennial clashes? We connect home and abroad after these messages. The other day, I visited Kweku at his spunky new office to congratulate him on opening his business. And man, was I impressed. The business is just moving quick. The sales, customers, everything is just working seamlessly. The secret, hmm. He said, it's MTN Business Broadband. In this fast-paced environment, we need fast and reliable internet to support all business types. No laggy online meetings, great download and upload speeds, impeccable business management systems, all-inclusive. I mean, you can have it all. Shout! I signed on immediately. <laughs> to enable your business stay ahead and stay connected, make sure you're signed on to the best internet made just for businesses. MTN Business Broadband. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh and manage your account on my MTN app. Call 0244-308-111 for more information. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks, and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Committee 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUST Campus, UC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 764101 Businesses know how important it is to create a productive and supportive working environment by investing in employees' health. With a leading international track record, Apex Health Insurance is licensed to provide medical insurance services to corporate organizations and SMEs. We also have international LH Blue Cover and TPAs to cushion you. Multinational companies, factories, and government agencies focus on your business while Apex Insurance takes care of your health. Visit Apex Health Insurance office at Zion House, Boundary Road, Shiashi, Kumase, Opposite Prempe College, Sofo Line, and Takradi Market Circle. For further inquiries, call 0501-562-962 or 0501-552-495. Apex Health, your preferred health insurer. So you're a style seeker. 
You just love it when people stop and stare as you drive by. That's why you always select top of the range products that make you the talk of the neighborhood. I love it. I love it. You revel in comments they make behind your back. No wonder you choose from the new Peugeot 2008, 3008, and 5008 SUV range that makes every eye pop each time you cruise along. Wow. <laughs> Now that's how to change the game and give people something to talk about. Stop by Silver Star Auto today and let's talk about your new Peugeot SUV. Peugeot. Allianz Insurance since 1890. At Allianz Life Ghana, we have a wide range of life insurance packages to suit all pockets from individuals, groups, associations, and businesses. We cover your employees, your funerals, pensions, children's education, and your future. Call us on 0302-267-892 or visit our website www.allianz-gh.com for more inquiries. Allianz Life, we secure your future. Gonna pay Alande. Hey, finally. Gonna pay Alande. Do more your way on Gonna Pay. Send and receive money at zero transaction fees. Pay bills, buy airtime and data, transfer money in and out of your bank account and so much more with Gonna Pay. Dial star 707 hash to register for Gonna Pay or download the Gonna Pay app from the Play Store or App Store. Alande. Alande. Gonna pay Alande. Gonna pay your money your way. This service is powered by Gifts. Joy 99.7 FM Joy 99.7 FM And you welcome back to Ghana Connect. Tonight there's a strong push for a national emergency response to the perennial clashes among rival student groups on various university campuses across the country. Ghana's top tertiary institutions, University of Ghana and Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology have been the battleground for the latest incidents which left scores of students injured and several properties destroyed. The latest clash was between University Hall Katanga and Unity Halls as well as Continental at the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology. Stones and bamboo sticks litter the frontage of the Unity Hall. Vehicles parked in front of the hall had their glasses shattered with stones used in the destruction found in the cars. The situation on campus is calm. I'm sure you saw heavy police presence on campus and the police will, will remain on campus to make sure that life and property is protected. As part of a hall week celebration, some fellows of the University Hall, Katanga, joined by their old folks and others from the Castlehayford Hall, University of Cape Coast, embarked on what they call a Zulu procession within the campus. They also went 
through the principal streets of the KNUSD. Reaching the frontage of the Unity Hall, the students of Katanga are alleged to have held objects targeted at their long-standing rival hall. An eyewitness narrates what he observed. I saw a group of people descending from Hall 7 to the forecourt of Kunti with flying stones, throwing sachet water, bottles and what of you. And because these guys had outnumbered the Kunti guys around the forecourt, they also locked the door, they entered and locked the door. Preliminary investigations by university authorities reveal staff of the Unity Hall prevailed on the residents from retaliating. University relations officer Dr. Norris Berkring explains. In the process, uh, these guys were still throwing stones. And because they did not get access to the students, or I don't know what, what they wanted to do, uh, they decided to destroy vehicles. At least 12 students sustained injuries. For Joy News, Nalaya Ojima reporting. And uh, that's the latest uh, from the KNUST campus, but that's not where all of the action has been happening uh, this week and last week as well, where, of course, we heard of that uh, clash on the University of Ghana campus. So let's connect tonight to Angela. Tagoja, uh, uh, she's actually with the USAG, which is the University Students Association of Ghana. She's the uh, Press and Information Secretary. Hello, Angela. Uh, and then uh, we also have Ayikwe Ama uh, Aite, uh, who is uh, a member of the Old Vandals Association, um, and uh, Dr. Adam Bonai is a security analyst, and uh, Cleopatria Azantilo uh, is a law student uh, from the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology. Samuel Sessa is a former SRC president there and at KNUST, uh, and we'll be getting into all of that. Uh, hello to all of you, and uh, welcome to Ghana Connect. Uh, but let me start off with you, uh, Dr. Bona. I'm sure that uh, you have been monitoring the situation all throughout uh, this week and last week. In fact, you cautioned that if care is not taken, uh, this may be sporadic. Where we may have radicalism spreading uh, all throughout our public universities. Uh, has anything changed ever since? Dr. Bonai, it appears that we're having some uh, some challenges there. But but for you, uh, Ayikwe Ama, what what what's your take on that? Look, looking at the trend where we started from uh, at the University of Ghana, and now we are learning of uh, similar incidents uh, at KNUST. Uh, you also have a feeling this this may spread across some public universities. Uh, you'd have to unmute for us so we can hear the points you're making. Uh, it appears uh, that, that we're having some uh, challenges there. Uh, Angela, for you, um, y- from the perspective of USAG, uh, we've seen uh, a statement uh, from USAG also uh, touching on a number of issues, talking about, uh, first of all, how uh, you're not happy about the latest development and why there'll be a need for immediate... Um, Interventions to to check what what is happening now. Uh, but uh, before we even get to all of that, um, my colleague Manuel Cranting has details of uh, the statement released by the University of uh, uh, University Student Association of Ghana. Right, Manuel? Absolutely, um, blessed. And so, uh, quite a number of you know units, institutions, stakeholders really have been reacting to these clashes. And of course, um, the University Student Association 
is one of them. And its statement is titled Press Release on Interhall Conflict on University Campuses and giving you a sense of, uh, you know, how you know, widespread or if you like, how national it is assuming um, these, these particular clashes. It says, it has come to our urgent notice the regrettable incidences of interhall conflicts and clashes on the campuses of University of Ghana and the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology some few hours um, ago. Now, these clashes have reportedly led to uh, destruction of properties and disrupted the peace on the campuses involved. And we strongly, and this is boldened, we strongly condemn these actions in no uncertain terms. These rivalries uh, between the halls were formerly of a very healthy nature and, uh, you know, had yielded so many positive results that had improved the lives of students over the years. Why must we now retrogress in our advocacy for rights and improved academic lives by engaging in such acts? Well, the association has been updated on the aftermath of the very recent clash on August 5, 2022, which led to amendment um, of uh, the JCR being asked to proceed on leaves and leaders being referred to committees of investigation and increased police presence on campuses. We strongly believe these could have been easily prevented. Um, uh, we cannot continue to allow such acts to threaten uh, the academic freedom of university students in Ghana, the peace on our various campuses and the country as a whole. We are by this release calling on all members and leaders of our uh, JCRs and SRCs to rise to the task in this moment. Let us be together, channel this youthful exuberance into productive ventures which will benefit our lives as youth of this country. We will in the coming days effectively engage leaders on the various campuses on how best we can address this canker. We in the meantime ask that every student should prioritize their safety while the security service uh, ensures calm on campus. And it is signed the um, the press and information secretary Angela um, Akusika Tagbuja, and then uh, the president Christian Intifo Anderson. And you're still with us here on Ghana Connect. Uh, let me uh, try one more time to uh, connect to Cleopatra uh, Azantilo, who is a law student at the Kwame University of Science and Technology. Uh, and uh, Angela Akushika as well um, is joining us. 
Um, she happens to be uh, the Information Secretary of USAC, the statement uh, that my colleague Mano Kranti uh, read to you a while ago. So, uh, Angela, let's start off with you. Uh, why is USAC, first of all, concerned about these recent clashes that were, were witnessed on campus? Many would say it's, it's part of the normal breach uh, of security on campus and we should allow internal mechanisms to deal with that. Why, why are you escalate, escalating the situation to the national level? Thank you. A good evening to you and a good evening to your listeners out there. So first of all, the University Students Association Ghana, it's um, the mother union for all university, all schools and all universities in Ghana, both public and private. That means we are concerned about the advocacy issue, the advocacy of students and also their well-being and welfare in all universities. We work with JCRs and work with SRCs. The issue that um, the recent clashes or conflicts um, between some students or um, some students in different halls um, in some of the universities may not be directly under um, USAC's jurisdiction, but it falls under the university, um, the university jurisdiction which USAC covers. And um, by so doing, um, we, when it extends, um, such as uh, uh, so unfortunate tonight we're still uh, having challenges with the connection to Angela there uh, for you Cleopatria what, what's your take uh, particularly knowing that your uh, school as well is, is part of the unfortunate uh, news that we're hearing of Okay, so thank you and a very good evening to your listeners as well well my self and my take the whole violence and the whole issue that there is yesterday. Um, in my position as a student, I am strongly against whatever forms of violence that happen. Um, I believe that the purpose for which we come into school is to be cleaned, to be better in this. Cleo, Patria, I, I guess you would have to uh, reposition yourself, uh, maybe join us um, with a, a much more clearer uh, connection. Ni uh, um Aite is an old vandal. And of course, Ni, I'm grateful that you're joining us at this point, particularly when uh, the history and the genesis of all this uh, is not known to many out there. What would you say uh, has been that long story of rivalry between these two holes? Um, th- thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I think the history is such a long one. But I think that it's important for us to see this the conversation and, and better perspective. Really, student activism has been one that is associated with Commonwealth Hall. And so if you look at our political history as a country, you would find that Commonwealth Hall has played you know, a significant role in our progress, you know, in our democratic experiment in the country. Unfortunately, it does appear that a group of students feel, hey, these are the guys who have championed the cause of, you know, student activism over the years. And so they wish to challenge, you know, the potency of Commonwealth Core and what it's made of. And that has really brought about some of these, you know, 
so if that's the history to it, uh, for, for this latest uh, episode that we're witnessing, there are many reactionary measures, even from the council uh, of the university. Part of it is to change um, the composition of the hall. Uh, and that must be sacrilegious to those of you who are uh, part of the old Vandal Association, right? Certainly, certainly. Uh, I think any decision or even any thought by the University Council to you know, change the composition of the you know, Commonwealth Hall, I think it's ill-advised. I mean, right from the outset, it's very ill-advised. And I really don't know who is advising the University Council on this matter. Really, it doesn't solve any problem. Because the real issues are that the university has not been proactive in putting enough, you know, security measures to handle some of these matters in campus. You ask yourself, how come members in Commonwealth Hall, you know, do not engage in any violent clashes within the war? As a matter of fact, I wish to place the record that in Commonwealth Hall, it is absolutely a crime for any student to even engage in a fight. It is only the hall in Ghana that members or students are actually punished for going against, you know, hall regulations and our own traditions and customs. And so, if you're a vandal or if you're a member of Commonwealth and then you will be found engaged in a fight, you'll be punished severely. And I'm sure listeners all over the world who have been in Commonwealth or can attest to this fight. Yeah, but but you, 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 you've always had to deal with that image of uh, being an old vandal uh, or even a current one, uh, mostly accused of being fierce. Um, I mean, and, and a bully, if I, I should use that word, uh, as being the traits, the true traits of being a vandal. Is that a correct uh, analysis of the situation? Certainly not. Certainly not. I mean, these are some of the original friends without it. And I'm no surprise. We've had a number of students who have, you know, completed their four-year education in the University of Ghana have never stepped forward in Commonwealth Talk, obviously because of some of these misrepresentations. All right? But it is something we have been working, you know, forward. And so we usually organize a lot of programs in the hall and invite a lot of the students, you know, to come to the hall to have a feel of the atmosphere. They mystify any of such, you know, ill thought about the hall. Commonwealth Hall is a hall of, gen- you know, noble men. The hall, what we consider as a citadel of truth. Truth really is an important value we, we, we cherish, right? And so we do not sanction violence. We do not condone violence. And at all material times, we ensure that our members conduct themselves in a very decent way, you know, we go around campus, we engage in our activities devoid of any acts of, you know, violence. It's certainly not a trait you can associate with Commonwealth of having trouble. Okay, uh, so let's let's hear the other side of the story as well, because uh, you appear to be speaking so well of the uh, vandals. But, but how about the Sabah? Hall residents. Um, let's speak to one, one, one person who's been there, Petras uh, Ali, uh, joining us uh, here on Ghana Connect. Petras, for you, 
the vandals say we're not violent, so it goes the other way, right? Uh, if they say they are not violent, maybe the definition of violence has changed. Because uh, what I know, these are people who pride themselves in vandalism. And if you look at your Oxford Dictionary, vandalism is not anything good. So if they are saying they are not violent, then it means the meaning of violence has changed. Yeah, but but then, what was your experience like on on campus? Uh, I mean, reliving the moment and and even this rivalry between, uh, I mean, the vandals and and your side. Has it always been this way? Okay, uh, I'm somebody who likes rivalry. Uh, rivalry in the sense that it should be resolved. Okay, when it comes to academic rivalry, when it comes to sporting rivalry, I love it, and especially when we are meeting. It brings the best out of you. I used to coach Mensa Sabaho. I've done a lot for Mensa Sabaho. But this time around, you could clearly see that all the clashes and attacks are not as a result of competitions, are not as a result of tournaments. Uh, one day you'll be sitting there, then you see students fighting up and down. So during our time, it's, most clashes happen as a result of maybe football competitions, athletics. The last time I witnessed was in 2019 when we had the, the athletics competition at the Ligon Stadium. So I've been, I'm used to these type of clashes, especially on the sporting front and the academic front. But this right. time around, you wouldn't know where it's coming from. You just see two, three people fighting, then the whole thing escalates. Right. Uh, and and in fact, you you are not the only alumni of, of that school. Uh, the University of Ghana has uh, indeed produced uh, a lot of people. Uh, Manuel Kranti, who just helped us with with the statement uh, from USAG, uh, was also on campus at at some point. Man- Manuel, uh, you're just imagining being in this situation right now. And and you, you know. Uh, Blessed, there's a big elephant in the room which needs to be addressed, and that is the institutionalization of what they call traditional outfits in these universities. So, for instance, in Commonwealth Hall, they have what they call the chief vandal. The chief vandal also has, you know, deputies, yeah, and, and so on. In Mesa Hall, they have the Oko Lord. <laughs> Uh, who really is is almost you know the the equivalent of the chief vandal mm-hmm. in the Mensa Sabah Hall, the Okpolo, the, the, the highly dreaded. And <laughs> 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 in, in, in Mensa Sabah Hall, the Okpolo does pretty much the same thing that the uh, chief vandal does in Commonwealth Hall, essentially commanding a certain level of authority and influence in the hall. You you you'll be shocked. The chief vandal, the Okpolo, for instance are crucial when it comes to leadership on campus. So SRC, you know, candidates and so on will go seek the blessings, for want of better expressions, of these, um, you know, outfits. Go to the Chief Vandal and seek their blessing and support. Go to the Okpolot, seek their blessing and support. And so on. In KNUSC also, you have the Odikro in in, in Kat. Right. And so on. So uh, these are traditional outfits. And these are not properly speaking, right? Part of the official dom in terms yeah, of the school structure, you know, exactly the student leadership. But there are, you know, some creations that now have come mm. to stay, and we're beginning to witness some excesses at, at this point. Definitely, and it, it, it dates way, way, way back. Mm-hmm. And if, and, and I'm just going to give you excerpts of um, what 
you know, um, former president John Dramani Mahama, for mm. instance, while he was resident in Commonwealth, or you know that he's a vandal. Yeah. In his book, the um, my first coup d'état. Mm-hmm. He writes, and I'll just take you through, just for the uh, you know the yeah. sake of the conversation, just to give it a proper context and so on. He writes and says, at the time, there were five halls of residence at the University of Ghana: Commonwealth Hall, Ikwafo Hall, Legon Hall, Mensa Saba Hall, and Volta Hall. And Volta was the all-female hall. Mensa Saba was a mixed hall. Women occupied one wing of the building, and the rest was all male. Legon Hall was my first choice because I was told it was peaceful. And quiet, a hall of gentlemen. Uh, they still call themselves that, anyways. <laughs> My next choice was Mensa Saba, which I'd been told was beautiful. The residents of that hall were called the Vikings and were said um, to be extremely good at sports. Third was Ikwafo, which was uh, you know dedicated to farmers of Ghana. My fourth and final choice was Commonwealth, and that was where I was assigned. Commonwealth Hall had a controversial reputation. Yeah, that's a, a word we need to be on the lookout for. Right? <laughs> so, so he acknowledges the fact that... Former President you know, John Mahama, <laughs> you know, acknowledges. And, and perhaps we, we want to take, you know, uh, yeah. your thoughts of... Uh, uh, me, me, me on this. He's a former vandal, just yeah. like the former President uh, John Dramani Mahama. And he... Acknowledges that he uh, had a quite quite a controversial reputation. Yeah. Uh, its residents were called the Vandals. Mm-hmm. The acronym uh, goes to explain it. And the boys at Commonwealth Hall were said to actually be unruly, rowdy, insulting, and provocative. Mm-hmm. These are the words said to be. are said to be, uh, <laughs> or were said to yeah. be. Now they paraded on campus virtually half naked, and they kept a shrine in the hall to Bacchus, the Greek god of wine. Uh, suffice it to say, I'd not want to live there. <laughs> uh, unbeknownst to me, Commonwealth w- was historically one of the most radical of all the halls of residence. Mm. A lot of the political ferment, activism, and rebellion that took place on a campus was usually hatched by residents of Commonwealth Hall. Uh, because of this, the university officials had devised an unwritten rule and just just give you okay an, so he's giving us a sense a of sense how, how uh, management at the time, at was, the time was dealing with all of exactly this. that. Um, the management had an unwritten rule to balance out the types of personalities mm-hmm. and temperaments of the students in the hall. So students whose first choice was come off were assumed to be of the same elk and so they were automatically assigned mm-hmm. to more subdued halls. Meanwhile, students like me and referring to yeah, former president himself, himself right, right. Uh, who were resistant to being in Commonwealth and placed its last in their list of choices were the ones assigned there. The university was built on a hill. It goes on to give yeah. other uh, details. So, so of, it appears that, uh, I mean, Commonwealth Hall has been a headache for the University of Ghana. That, I mean, unofficially saying that based on what uh, the accounts of the former president is uh, dating way back. But Dr. Adam Bona as well uh, was commissioned at some point, right, uh, Manuel, mm. to look into mm. similar clashes. He's joining us uh, tonight on Ghana Connect. Dr. Bona, thank you uh, for, for your time. Uh, here we are trying to just find some solution to the clashes. You are even warning uh, that the radicalism we're seeing on campus may spread to other universities. Why? Oh, yes. Uh, good evening. Yes, I'm sure I spoke to your network before when the, the recent one in Legon happened. I actually pointed to the fact that looking at how connected these halls are, Katanga, Commonwealth, and the other one in the UCCR, it is the same set of people or students who move across, you know, this network of halls. 
And so once they were done with uh, what happened in Legon, it was going to move to, what's the name? KNUST. And then so from KNUST, very likely it will move to UCC. It didn't take a week. We, we've seen, uh, you know, the images coming from UCC, uh, sorry, KNUST. So as far as I'm concerned, uh, anyone who understands uh, what is going on will tell you that these things would not stop until some radical measures are put in place to curb it. It's and, not. And, and this is where you are calling for a national response. But w- what's, your, what's your explanation to that? Well, my explanation to that is, you see, today or yesterday, you had the, you know, uh, former, you know, uh, residents of Commonwealth Hall having a press conference and, you know, asking some similar questions. But then my point is that you have a situation where you have students now turning to gasoline, petrol, and acid. In the case of uh, Legon, you know, using acid and petrol to douse the car that recently got burnt. And so if you have students gradually, some of them arming themselves, then these conversations would have to move away from the various management and councils of this university and probably the Ghana Education Service, the National Security, the Ministry of the Interior, the policymakers will have to begin to re-look at, review some of these statutes, begin to review them and ask, you know, so that we don't begin to uh, breed terrorists from our universities. Because what is happening in our universities where you have, you know, little boys probably uh, being trained to use petrol and other offensive weapons in, in you know, undertaking dastardly attacks we saw in Legon and, you know, uh, yesterday we saw at KNUST. And you know, uh, a year or two years ago, it happened in KNUST again. They destroyed several things. Several things were destroyed on KNUST campus. And I have predicted that until stringent measures are put in place, one day we would wake up and the, probably the University of Ghana students will go around with petrol, petrol tankers, you know, down the whole place and burn it down. KNUSD, it will happen because of the amount of information some of us have and the way students seem not to be, don't care, more daring in taking the laws into their hands. Mm. And it is so because when it happens, they are only punished administratively. They are not put before the law court and they never go to prison. And so there has to be a radical way of looking at this thing, if you ask me. Uh, uh, Ms. Adamuda, you, know, you make the point, really, that uh, there should be more punishment, and uh, you are introducing the criminal leg of the conversation. Uh, we, we've just had Niaite, for instance, uh, talk to us about the strength of activism and you know advocacy in these halls, for instance, at Commonwealth or any, uh, Niaita, I just want to bring you back, uh, briefly, uh, for a quick response to what, um, Mr. Adam Bonai, uh, Dr. Adam Bonai saying that, uh, you know, should punish you. Uh, and, and you were referring to the boys from, uh, you know, the feuding factions that actually perpetuate these violent acts. The question is, you, you said you, you do advocacy, but where is advocacy in, you know, vandalism? Where is advocacy in, you know, destroying properties and burning down cars and so on and so forth? Ni? Well, I, I, my, my regards to Dr. Bonner. I, 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 
I, I really find it difficult, you know, to understand where, Manuel, you are taking this conversation. I think you and I were mates, and you understand all the advocacy and the activism Commonwealth Hall has always engaged in, all right? We're looking at issues that affect students, all right? It is Commonwealth Hall that led, you know, the charge, you know, against the university introducing, you know, arbitrary fee, all right? And if you call this radicalism, I really don't get it. On one leg, on one leg, on one leg, yes, would agree uh, that Commonwealth Hall, and really not just Commonwealth Hall, the other halls also have, you know, contributed. But the question here, and what Adam Bonai is referring specifically to, is the excesses that we're seeing now. The use of what acid, acid the, the use of petrol, and so on. What, this is not what, what, what we knew it to be, no? Well, yes, I condemn, I certainly condemn, you know, some of these excesses. I certainly condemn it. I don't, I don't, yes, I don't, I don't, I don't entertain such, such I, I have been part of, you know, almost all activities, you know, inside Commonwealth Hall. As my days, you know, during my day as a student. And obviously, I've never engaged in any such violent act. And honestly, it is something we discourage our members from, you know, doing. Okay? And like I said, I think the earlier speaker raised the point about, no, I think Manuel, what you yourself, when you refer to the traditional outfit and the role they play in the hall, in all of these, you know, massacre on campus, I, I beg to differ. Because if you look at Commonwealth Hall, it is the traditional outfit that has actually, you know, led the charge to ensure that members of the hall conduct themselves in a peaceful manner, all right? Some of the activities, you know, that the chief vandal and the traditional outfit lead is to ensure that there is discipline in the hall. That is why I'm telling you that in Commonwealth Hall, for instance, there are no there are no such situations where you will try members, you know, engage in any fight inside the hall. Honey, so it is not as if the yeah. chief vandal <laughs> or the traditional outfit will sanction the boys right. to go out there on a parade or on a procession just to go and engage in violence. Okay, so, so let's right. So let's let's definitely we'll get to all of this. Let's not make this uh, the table of men, uh, Angela. Uh, is also uh, with us. Um, she's with USAC. Um, so, Angela, having listened to all of the positions being advanced, and Dr. Bunau, I'll, I'll get back to you about the way forward. Uh, but for you, Angela, and speaking on behalf of USAC, um, what should be what should be informing the way forward, and how to bring a perfect resolution to all that we're witnessing on campus? Thank you, Manuel. Um, I hope you can hear me, though. Yes, uh, blessed here. Uh, and uh, I'm just asking about the way forward. Okay. So from USAC, from our outfit, um, we are actually um, hoping that due investigations will be conducted. And as we have um, heavy security presence on both campuses, that is the University of Ghana and also the Kwame Krumaj University as well. We have, uh, we have the police also doing their part. And when the corporates are, are, are being brought out to the light, uh, into the light, they are being dealt with to serve as detriment, um, um, to, to others who would, 
like to participate um, in such violent acts. And we're also hoping that um, the university management, the various SRCs for both schools and other schools too, and also the JCRs will come to an agreement, have um, bring out measures um, that to resolve this issue once and for all to prevent um, to prevent such occurrences. Um, um, such occurrences of this sort happening in the near future. Uh, right. Uh, quite some significant points you're raising there. Uh, but but then for you, Petras, um, how do we resolve this? Uh, uh, if I may go back, you see, this is multimedia joy, and we cannot allow people to just lie. In 2018, somebody was stabbed in Komowoto and the person died. This has been their star. They are always vandals they are always vandalizing and making sure things are not done properly but i think what can be done is i want no 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 uh, no no uh yeah uh, no but but manuel i, I guess um yeah the, the the point you're raising about the historical elements may, may not be necessary necessary um, right now the the issue about finding a lasting so solution to this is what we're looking for they do not do that in the hall. And I'm giving you incident that has happened in the hall mm. and to cost life. To cost life. And I'm telling you, this is who they are. But when it comes to the way forward, I'm saying it is high time the school officialized those traditional cancers we have in the school. In the sense that when issues happen, the school wants to call the chief under the Oko landlord. But now you do not know them. It's like calling something out of nothing. You said you don't recognize it. How do you call them to come and defend themselves? But regardless, so uh, I mean, regardless, the, these are these are students. Uh, we we can identify them. We can't I mean, clearly, clearly. I mean, what is no, just, no, but this is that is why when senior tutors, JSR executives go and meet school authorities, they tell them they don't know them. But when every year they submit names of chiefs to the dean of students, you can be in your office and call these guys. You know, most these, most of these clashes happen as a result of altercations between the chiefs and other people. So when it happens, you know that you want to call the chief and the local landlord, but they are not. But you are not calling them because you know those institutions have not been officialized. So we have to make them official. The Int- very, controversial, very, very controversial, very controversial points you're making there. Uh, let's bring no, in Doctor Bonai because Doctor Bonai, and I'm just uh, sensing that um, undertone of rivalry even between uh, Ni and uh, Petra. So, so it tells you how deep rooted the whole Commonwealth and Sava rivalry is. Um, but then uh, the controversial point about recognizing these groups on campus? Will, will that be part of the solution so that we're able to hold their leadership accountable if we have some of these riots on campus? Nee, they should be disbanded. They, they, the, the chiefs have to be disbanded. You know why? Uh, Nee will tell you that during their elections, when the chiefs come, everybody must give way. He knows. When the chiefs come, according to what we picked up during their uh, during the, you know, the committee's work with it. When the chiefs appear, and that is what culminated into the standoff during the last... But, but I mean, Dr. Bonat, the, the, the beauty of campus life, you know, some would say these are some of the elements that spice it up. Bless it. You, you know what? There is nothing beauty about violence. There is nothing beauty about violence. Mine is that these halls have existed long enough to probably be older than most of the people 
who are probably becoming too excessive and taking the laws into their own hands. We will get to a point when a certain tradition is not working. You outlaw the tradition. You don't say you are going to keep it because it is beautiful. What is beautiful about pouring petrol, thousand, you know, using acid, some students using firearms, moving from one hall, moving from one university. Is that, is that, that's just the, uh, I mean, these are some of the excesses. Uh, There are some other cultures on campus which you agree foster unity. The engineering hub of this country. They are supposed to be, you know, helping us engineer, come up with new technology. Does that come any, anywhere closer to what KNUST was put together to do? Look at Legon. Legon, the premier university. I mean, that is an indictment on probably anybody who attended the University of Ghana. And so mine is that if a tradition has outlived its usefulness, use profit mm. and really look at what you can do. So for me, uh, if you ask me, if we don't really look at these things, looking at them from a radical point of view, like I have predicted, a day would come... You can see the two of them, one from here, one from there, disagreeing openly. And, and then a and that, part that of is, the... That, that is where we are at the moment. Right. And, and, and so part, let's grab some of these traditions. As part of the solution, uh, for instance, uh, looking at the UG case, uh, the council appears to be taking that strong stance that it wants to go ahead and change the composition of the whole. Uh, that's not being welcomed by the likes of newer um, parts of the old Vandal Association. And, and it, it, it cuts across... Uh, even some of the um, opinion, when you check the opinion of uh, ca- current students and, and the previous ones as well. So, oh, you know, uh, would that not change, radicalize change the students some more? Change is inevitable. Change would, you know, you'd have people, this every change would come with people, you know, disagreeing. But a change that would come to ensure that the investors return to the, the, the original core function of an academic institution where people go to learn and where people go and become better people remains as it was put together. And so for me, yes, it's okay to disagree. But at the end of the day, the university council, the university management, they, if the University of Ghana go up in flames, whose name are we going to mention? The current vice chancellor. If you go to KNUST, it goes up in flames. You would mention the vice chancellor there. If you go to UCC, the same. And so for me, yes, the, the students and old students of these halls can disagree, but I think the onus is on the management and council to take radical decisions to ensure that these these halls and these universities remain a place of excellence and not a place where terror, terrorism is, is you know probably people are trained to be terrorists and people are trained to be violent. I mean, you saw what happened in K and USA. Despicable, Legon, despicable. We are waiting probably K, uh, UCC if they don't ban any. They, they are procession and students' activities. UCC, we would hear about UCC probably in no time. Okay then, uh, very, very uh, insightful comments. We're also receiving on social media. You heard from uh, Dr. Adam Bona and uh, Petras as well as Ni, and we have Manol also at some point joining the free and uh, mixing it all up because uh, they've been on campus and they perfectly understand uh, what what that life uh, was like. Uh, but Manol, what more comments are we getting on social media? Well, so Gershon Afeti from East Legon um, sends us a message and says that uh, we will continue to have these kinds of hooliganism in our schools. 
because we reduce everything in this country to human rights, which is a failure to uh, discipline. Um, <laughs> I don't get exactly where this is going, but it says, uh, good evening. Who is this saying vandals are known for all the bad things? I left the hall in 2005, and that is not what this guy is saying. Uh, what is Adam Bonauza saying about banning the traditional outfit in the hall? Does he know <laughs> what the outfit has done in the past mm-hmm. and keeps doing? So that's tradition here. That's tradition. You know, coming back to fight really right. strong against mm-hmm. what Adam Bona just suggested. He says, let's not be emotional about these issues. People um, have hated vandals. Uh, who have hated vandals think this is an opportunity to hang us. As if it's only vandals who clash with themselves. The name is FGS. Uh, sends out that message. Okay, and maybe finally, let me take this one. Patrick from across says, The country is going through difficult times. And we assume that the universities will help by providing practical <laughs> solutions. <laughs> Just what Dr. Bonau was saying as well. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you, you have the likes of K and USD. So why don't you uh, bring some innovation on board? Patrick says, No. <laughs> uh, universities are uh, waste. Um, what, what he says, uh, Universities are. Uh, a waste right. as a political parties in the country. You, you, you sense the, you know, the 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 agitation and mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. Uh, discontent in the words that people use. And delight from Kaswa says it all boils down to drug use oh, no. by students. Oh, that no. must be watched. Oh, <laughs> no. I, I mean, that that's a strong one. And, and, and maybe and Adam Bonan <laughs> has done some work. On right. Are your findings pointing to that as well? That some of the students are engaged in using drugs. Uh, it appears that uh, we've, we've lost uh, Dr. Bona there, but delight. Um, of course, we'll be happy if you just uh, provide some evidence to the claims you're making there uh, that some of the students are engaged in using uh, drugs. But um, very interesting comments there, Manuel. And of course, you can send us your message on WhatsApp 055 111997. Okay, so let me give uh, a minute each to all of you. I'll start off with you, Angela. Uh, your final thoughts on this? Hello. Hello. Let's take your final thoughts on this. All right. So, from um, on behalf of you side, um, we would actually beseech the National Youth Authority to also look at um, the energy these guys, um, the students from the various campus and halls have put into into such violent acts. This could have been used for something beneficial to their well-being as students, that they come up with certain um, certain uh, certain initiatives that, um, that they could better channel these energies into rather than... Um, into this um, act of vandalism and we are hoping that um, the university management and the school management and their various um, student leaders um, actually work together in um, in addition to the security forces to make sure that everything um, everything is um, everything is investigated properly um, justice is being said fair and um we move on smoothly and have the welfare of students at heart and also ensure the security of all students in all campuses, all halls, all departments. Okay, and for you, Petras? Oh. Petras, yeah, yeah, Petras, final words. 
Yeah, so as I was saying, I have condemned this act. Uh, yesterday, it was a kind of retaliation for Yulikata, but still, I've condemned this act, and I insist that the school authorities should make the traditional council official so that they can deal with the perpetrators of such acts. Okay then, uh, Ali, uh, uh, thank you. Uh, but for you, Ni, as well, uh, the question remains, the future of your hall, it may be changed eventually. Ni? Uh, it appears that we've lost Ni there, but uh, let me wrap up with you, Dr. Bona. Well, what I can say is that uh, the security agencies, once they are invited on campus, they should examine all the evidence. And so those who are found to have committed crimes should be punished severely, put before court and punished severely. It's one of the many to deal with this, uh, you know, reoccurring violence on our uh, universities, if you ask me. And also students, uh, those who have finished the university and are still resident there should be driven off because they've become, uh, you know, facilitators who groom the level 100s and 200s to commit most of these atrocities. So if you are no longer a student, don't stay on this. Don't stay, you know, in any of these halls because most of them are still there. Uh, and uh, this is where we draw the curtains on Ghana Connect. Uh, Manuel, I see that uh, one more wrapping up the, the, the show for us in terms of uh, an SMS coming through. Yes, uh, Albert from Sakumono says, uh, Good evening, these happenings can happen uh, in a private university. university. And good evening, my two brothers. As a matter of fact, these uh, student violence attacks must be checked well because... I mean, I have no place to go from uh, courage uh, we'll be in to Ghana, car- we'll be. <laughs> <laughs> And these so-called car- uh, traditions are fueling these uncouth behavior uh, from the students. We have passed through the university. The authorities must deal drastically with the perpetrators. Tony uh, sends Sending that, that one. one. You have a final message? Uh, this one says that it's high time we restructured our educational institutions and the nature of discipline-based uh, environment uh, determinism. And uh, it continues to say that senior high school students are behaving abnormally uh, with impunity because of human rights. And that's coming through from uh, John as well. So I guess John is not just concerned about the universities, but even what happens at the senior high school levels. But um, obviously, th- this is where uh, we wrap it all up. And this is going to log on to myjoyonline.com. We'll see you next time. Live online, this is the locker room on Joy 99.7 FM. Here's a chase for Gian, he's one on two. It is Gian, he's in the area, he scores!
John Bennett, the journalist who actually um, had that interview with Asamoah and put it forward, you know, and he's also here with us. Thank you very much, John, for joining us. Thank you, friends, for joining us as well. We'll keep this very, very short because this interview will be rebroadcast on air when we want to keep it as snappy as possible. Fent, thank you for your time. Hey, thank you very much, Gary. Yeah, great to speak to you. It's cutting in and out, but I think I just got that. Yeah, it's great to speak to you. Great to speak to all my friends in Ghana. Hello to you all. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Fentu, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. All right. George Adegina has also joined us. I hoping that my connection will stabilize pretty shortly for us to have a good space um, as well. So... Let's get cracking. John, you had that interview with Jan. Um, if I'm correct, the interview was done a week ago, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I spoke to um, yeah Samoa Jan a week ago. And to be honest, I, I, I didn't speak to him uh, about the combat. That's not what I wanted, really. I, I've been chasing him for a long time, wanted to do an interview with him for a long time. Uh, just to check in with him, really, and uh, talk to him ahead of the World Cup, see how excited he is about the World Cup. Um, but then I, I started to hear whispers, one of them from your colleague, George, uh, that possibly he's back in the gym and he's thinking about a World Cup comeback. And then these whispers were confirmed to me by um, Asamoah Jan's team that he was thinking of trying to do a Roger Miller <laughs> and make a World Cup comeback. So I asked... Um, Asamoah Jan about that and yeah he gave me some really good answers and um, he, he seems um, you know it was a shock to me but he seems really up for it he seems to really believe that he can get fit enough in time for to be considered for the World Cup let's be honest John he gave you more than good answers I mean you've been the hot topic in Ghana and will be for the next couple of weeks I mean it's more than more than a good answer isn't it <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's nice to know it's uh, been um, it's been talked about a lot in Ghana. I've really, I've, I've really enjoyed the, the reaction. I've enjoyed uh, looking at Twitter to see what's trending over the last few days and seeing Asamoah Jan's name up there. Yeah, he's, he, to be you know, you guys know better than me. He's brilliant to interview Asamoah Jan. I actually, out of all the African legends of the last generation, he's actually one of them that I haven't spoken to a lot over the years, which is. Which is a shame. That's one of the reasons why I was really keen to talk to him going into the World Cup because I always think he gives fantastic interviews um, and he's got a great personality. And yeah, you're right. His, his answers were brilliant. He was he was so passionate about wanting to to play again for Ghana, about wanting to go back to the World Cup. Obviously, we talked about the Uruguay issue. I was the one who mentioned revenge. I was really interested by his answer on that because. 
he, you know, he, la he laughed when I asked him about that, when I asked him about revenge. And he said, you know, for me, it is in the past. It's something that I've put behind me. But for Ghanaians, everyone's talking about revenge. When the draw was made, everyone's talking about revenge. So I'm only human. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm massively up for that game as well. So it, it, th that game, I think, is pushing him to try and make this comeback. But it's not the only thing pushing him. I agree. Now, let, let's come to the substance of the issue. You've, like you said, you've interviewed lots of African legends and so on in the context of the World Cup. And not just African legends, you know. I mean, everybody loves the World Cup. We know the stories of uh, players who are a bit older coming in. What was your immediate reaction when you got the confirmation from Jam that, okay, I might want to come back? What was your journalistic instinct? Well, I was excited because, you know, obviously... It is a world story. And interesting, Asamojan said that when, when I spoke to him. He said, the whole world knows about this game, but what happened in 2010. And that's true, you know, it's huge in Ghana, but it's huge around the world. It's one of the iconic World Cup games, in my opinion. I might be a bit biased because I have a big interest in African football. But when I speak to, to people, football fans, football fans who only check into football at World Cups, that is one of the games... They remember, they remember that entire incident. They remember Asimajan stepping up, hit, hitting the bar. It was really, really sad. It's really sad to think back on it. I think what a lot of people forget is that he then stepped up for the penalty shootout, which I think takes a huge amount of courage. The fact he stepped up in the penalty shootout and scored his penalty. But we all know what happened. It is one of those iconic World Cup moments. And the image of Luis Suarez celebrating after that penalty was missed. So the idea that uh, there's even a 1% chance that Luis Suarez and Asamojan could be reunited on that pitch in the World Cup in Qatar is just so exciting, not just for people in Ghana, not just for people in Uruguay, but for, for the neutral World Cup football fans as well. It's an exciting prospect to think about. And... Yeah, that's why I knew as soon as he said that, I knew it would capture the imagination of, of, of people because you have that idea in your mind that maybe there's a slim chance that Suarez and Jean could meet again on a pitch at the World Cup. Brilliant. Let me bring my, my colleagues into this as well. For those of you who have uh, just joined in, this is a special pre-World Cup space um, from the Joy Sports team. This, you might be listening again on the locker room on Joy 99.7 FM later. Um, Gary L. Smith here sitting in George Addo's seat for this special on the issue of Asamoa Jan. We purposely put it together to get into the mind of John Bennett, the journalist who put out this story. It's not often that journalists are the centerpiece of it but you know how it is sometimes we need to pick our own minds and we do that brilliantly here at joy on programs like the sunday edition and so on fent george welcome again yeah thank you thank you great uh fent let me begin with you you and i were on the super morning show this morning looking at all the strands of this topic we went as factually as possible having heard from john about the circumstances under which the interview came about anything you'd think has piqued your interest, has 